welcome to the podcast. I'm Olivia Brown reporting for Nutri-Ingredients. So there's been a huge interest in the biotics category in recent years, with products including pre, pro, syn and postbiotics. However, there's been some speculation around the understanding of postbiotics by consumers and what this will mean for the growth of the category. In this episode, I'll be talking to Aubrey Levitt, co-founder of Postbiotics Plus Research, a company that specialises in the research and development of microbiome therapies. She talks about how postbiotics are offering unique solutions for consumers that will help it stand out in this category, and explains how consumer understanding isn't always necessary for growth. Thank you so much for joining me today, Aubrey. Um, If you could just start by telling me about your background, uh, both professionally and uh, personally, and what led you to this role at Postbiotics Plus Research. Perfect. Um, I actually started out in advertising, pharmaceutical advertising at first in New York City, and um, also then did a little bit of consumer advertising. But, you know, I very quickly wanted to be involved in like creating new solutions rather than just marketing them. So it's funny, even in my very first job, I was doing focus groups with some patients and listening to the issues they were having. And I got into postbiotics because I had I had my own health issues I was working through. And um, I think it also started earlier, which I'll get into, but with my own health issues, like I had taken so many rounds of antibiotics and a lot of, you know, stressful events or whatnot at a young age all through my childhood and wound up having um, GI issues, hormonal imbalances, like all sorts of secondary impacts from that and just didn't have the resiliency to bounce back from stress. So I was constantly searching for what I could take to build that resiliency to bounce back. And so I got very into health and wellness at the time, Um, was living in Los Angeles and accidentally became an entrepreneur before postbiotics. So worked on a beverage line. And I say accidentally because again, I was just trying to solve this problem for myself and for others because I would find that something might work if I eliminated all stressors for my life, but it didn't work to build back that resiliency. And I got very interested in the microbiome and postbiotics specifically because I started to look into how the metabolites created by bacteria could signal to the body, um, almost like interrupt this feedback loop that was happening that might be able to reset or rebuild the microbiome and then rebuild these responses. So that's kind of a long answer to that. Mm, No, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And then if you could just describe um, what your company does and why you feel there's a need for this so we're looking at a couple different things. So even given that story, one of the first studies we did on a first product we created was we looked at, could we build a product that protected the gut when antibiotics were given? So my co-founder and I, Jonas, who is at NYU, has a lab at NYU right now, we went straight into this study and we actually were able with a postbiotic product to protect the gut microbiome diversity from being destroyed when antibiotics were given. And aside from my own personal study, the reason we were looking at this, because Jonas and um, our other team members, Kate and Jonathan Pellet, were at MSK with Jonas, um, Kate Markey, and they were studying how in cancer patients, it's a more dramatic incidence of this, where they're receiving chemotherapy and antibiotics, um, bone marrow transplant patients specifically, this medication or treatment wiped out their gut microbiome. And 
what they saw was in that in patients around the world, this impacted or correlated with their survival. So it was, you know, a real, a story started to build of like, okay, the gut microbiome is impacting their response and also their outcomes. So we then uh, took the information from our first study and our, we have like a double approach from our company is we're looking at cancer patients. Can we have the same impact of protecting diversity that we did in the patients receiving the antibiotics? Also on the consumer side, we're more of an ingredient supplier. We're working with a couple key brands to develop postbiotic products for whatever they're specifically looking for. So we have both both sides going on at the same time. And our postbiotic products are um, specific plant fibers fermented in ecologically designed way to create postbiotic metabolite profiles. Amazing. That's fascinating. So there has been this huge interest generally in this category of gut health. Um, There's a huge boom in studies being published in this area as well, like you said, with your own research. Um, This postbiotic is kind of a new category. Do you have any insights into the the current market performance for biotics in general and then this postbiotic category in comparison? Yeah, there there are quite a few products in the postbiotic category that have been around for quite a while, but its category in general is gaining a lot of traction, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One is there's you know clear advantages from a manufacturing and stability and storage perspective, and allowing um, postbiotics to go into a few different applications. Um, you know, I think I think there's a market research out there that I had recently talked about that said the category was going to grow to 20 million, and that's you know, talking to some others in the industry, I think that number has been far surpassed by even one supplier of a postbiotic ingredient alone. So there's not really an accurate report of the sales right now in the postbiotic category. I think it is gaining a ton of traction very quickly. Um, And to me, the exciting part is the fact or the opportunity to really create innovation in the products and SKUs and to kind of look beyond um, the gut and what that these postbiotics can target in in terms of um, the body and in looking at various health endpoints. And I think when you're talking about metabolites, it's really how does the gut communicate with itself and communicate with the body? So as we start to understand that more, we can sort of target um, different different responses and and really design products differently. Amazing. And then, in terms of um, kind of delving more into this, what problems um, postbiotics are solving for the consumer and the industry, you mentioned um, about greater stability. Could you kind of delve into that a bit more? Because when you're talking about postbiotics, the bacteria are no longer alive and you're looking at the byproducts of those bacteria, the cell walls and fragments and uh, the bacteria, the, the cell count from the bacteria, not the live CFUs. So therefore, you're not having to struggle with how do you keep these bacteria alive for long periods of time. This makes it easier from when you're manufacturing of especially harder to grow bacteria. You know, you're not, again, having to stabilize them. You can go easy. It's easier to go into food and beverage or cosmetics, anything that requires more of a shelf life or different conditions or different environment. Um, it's just across the board, it's easier to 
to include a postbiotic in um, other formulas. And then there has been this issue, um, well, potential issue uh, with consumer understanding of this category in general with kind of pro and prebiotics. There, there was some initial confusion, um, but this has been overcome. Um, do you think there'll be a challenge in terms of this for the postbiotic category? Uh, and how do you think this can be overcome? So this is something I talk about a lot is that I, I don't believe that consumers have to fully understand a category or a term to be interested in it or to have that category grow. So obviously the opinion leaders and the innovators lead the growth of a category who are going to dive deeper. I think understanding the as the clinical research around this category grows, that's going to be extremely helpful to understand how these products provide a benefit. So in, in various form, also looking at consumer response. So if these products solve a problem for consumers, then that's going to give the category the impetus to grow. So understanding how it works is something that's going to happen an, over time and understanding what a postbiotic is. There is a real challenge of the education that's gone into probiotics that say that because the bacteria are, are live, therefore they are effective. And I think going forward, what I've seen is actually that's an easier hurdle to overcome than what I imagined. And I think that the messaging just really has to clearly identify what this product is doing or how it's going to benefit someone and when they should take it. And the, the other confusion that's coming up is just understanding, should they take it over their probiotic or prebiotic when they take each one of these and what replaces or what can be taken in conjunction with the other? And that again comes back to just clearly defining for the, the customer who that product is for and when they should take it. You know, and that's the challenge with any product. So even if you're talking about another gut health product versus a pre or probiotic, you know, it, it's going to come down to other products that are um, offering that benefit, how it compares to that product. So I think moving beyond just saying this is another gut health supportive product is also going to be helpful because, you know, as we can move towards more research and more targeted formulas, that's going to help differentiate postbiotics as a category. Amazing. Uh, and then you said that they have to distinguish against the pro and prebiotics. What what is it specifically that will be the problem that the postbiotics are solving um, compared to pre and probiotics? Yeah. So if we're generally looking at GI health, that's where it gets really confusing. So even in our case, when I said we studied, you know, we could protect the gut microbiome from being damaged by antibiotics. So then you you realize, okay, this is an instance where I take this formula to protect my gut from antibiotics being taken. And then you could add in an extra story around that to say, okay, maybe live bacteria are not the best solution when you're given something that is going to kill those live bacteria. And you're also it's just a formula that provides a different benefit um, of, you know, allowing the, the diversity in the gut microbiome to be protected. So I, I think really going beyond general ideas of, of health, of saying this is just overall gut health, that's where it gets really confusing. If all of these products do the same thing in their approach to how they're benefiting or marketing to the consumer, um, 
that's when you're going to have problems differentiating. But that's not a category specific problem. That's that's the problem across the board with any new product that you have to differentiate, especially as the market gets more crowded. Perfect. Okay. And then in terms of uh, your general predictions for the future of postbiotics and the field of biotics in general, how do you see uh, this category panning out and how will your company evolve with this? I think this category is going to keep growing and I think it's going to even grow faster. I don't see the interest in gut health going away. I don't see the interest in how gut health is connected to overall health. Um, waning at all. I think that's only going to keep growing. I think, you know, people are becoming more and more aware of their overall health and they're open to these ideas of um, systems, science or systems medicine to to understand now that by impacting, you know, the gut or or things that you eat or things that you do in overall life can impact various systems in the body. So I think as that continues to grow and the awareness there, there's just going to be growth in the overall category of, you know, how the gut impacts overall health. Postbiotics specifically, um, because of the advantages from the manufacturing and storage, that's really going to bolster things. I think a lot of the big players are getting behind the category. And it's just going to be about how do we investing in new formulas. If we continue to invest in new innovation, then I think the category gets more interesting. I think if it, you know, just relies on sort of marketing old products, then, you know, it's that's going to limit the growth. I think the research and coming up with new innovation is what's going to drive it. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then in terms of your your own company, um, do you have any future plans in place or um, anything in terms of new research or products? Yep, so uh, on the pharmaceutical side, we're actively doing research in the cancer oncology space. Um, so that's ongoing. And then on the consumer side, we are looking into three areas. So we're working with partners both on the animal health side, the skincare side, and the general consumer health side. So we really have a, a kind of a wide reach or foothold. And we're really focused on sort of the beginning, the innovation product development and research side of things. Um, and we've chosen to, you know, on the consumer side, work with strategic partners for everything else. Wow, very exciting. Well, thank you so much, Aubrey. I think that's all my questions I had for you. Um, but it's been so great to talk to you and uh, gain such an interesting insight into this category. Um, and it sounds a very exciting area. So I'm looking forward to hearing any future updates from you and the team at Postbiotics Plus. So thank you again for your time. Thanks so much. Wonderful.